Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Oh, a very good morning to you. Heels, are you excited? What for? Oh, tonight? Come I'm on, I'm thinking mate. show here, Come Paddy. on. What do you mean, for the, the heat? You're the chairman. Yeah, yeah. Right, eh? Uh, oh, yeah, I'm totally excited. I'm excited to see how our younger, less experienced players mm-hmm. go. I, I just hope they can be really competitive. There's a, a great performance or two out of them, and, and in, you know, then it'll be a win-win. We either win the match and move on to Perth, or we show promise under pressure. So was there any heat pressure, speaking of it, to... Uh, Usman's visa revoked? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Jeez, they, they just cleared it, didn't they? It's, it's apparently been done. For those oh, of you who didn't catch up with the news last night, uh, the rest of the Australian team flew happily away to India for this series, uh, but not Usman Khawaja, our, <laughs> our Australian Test Player of the Year. Uh, visa still not sorted out, not for the first time. Trying to get yeah, the does that happen again? Yeah, I know. It's crazy. So, no, I don't think um, Wade Seckham had anything to do with that, Paddy, <laughs> bringing the High Commissioner and sort of saying, hey, listen. Just delay it a couple of days. Yeah, just one more. Well, Friday, he's, hand, he's willing to fly out Friday. Mm. Um, so, no, but uh, would have been handy. But, yeah, I, I don't understand how that happens twice. I mean, do we not – is it a timing thing? You've got to get it in earlier or – Well, everyone else was approved, and, I mean, surely they've been through this process before, Yeah, but Indian he, authorities. He, yeah, his is going to be a different one to everyone else. Yeah, because so do we need to? Parents. Surely, cricket Australia, yeah. we're talking to the you know departments, saying, are we okay to do this at the same time, or do you want it? Do you want us to put it to you for you know a month earlier? Mm. Mm. So we'll talk all heat tonight. Well, we've dedicated this as heat day. It's a bit like grand final day, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got um, Matty Kernerman coming on. We've got the former Sixers fast bowler, Doug Bollinger. Trent Copeland's coming on for their expert analysis of how tonight will go. It is Heat v Sixers in Sydney. Mm. Uh, your back page, your page three of the Courier-Mail, it's it's huge for the club, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And uh, we, we've got great support uh, publicly as well as corporately. So it's all good, all good for everyone to be so heavily involved uh, late in the season. Sixers tonight and the, the winner of that to Perth, obviously, for yeah. the very daunting task of trying to take the scorchers down out there. It's a good thing good thing for us that the Sixers aren't performing just that well at, at present. You know, they've they haven't beaten the Heat this year. I oh, know. They didn't play very well against the Heat last time. There's a drop catch and they're a bit sloppy here and there, which they're not known for. Then Perth beat them, uh recovered very well and quite easily to beat them. Well, yeah, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Well I don't know. Well one of the Sixers Keys is Sean Abbott, obviously, and he's spoken about this final. Yeah, a little nervous. Uh, first, um, you know, uh, do or die match of the season, and we're pretty disappointed with the way we played last game. Mm. Last game? Yeah, it must have been against the Scorchers. Mm. They, were, uh, they had the Scorchers three for 30, and uh, then Ashton Turner took over. Yeah. Well, the other one for us is Nisa. And they basically said that he is going to try, as well as bowl the early overs, he's going to try and take on the role taken up by Usman Khawaja, which we've spoken about at length, being basically there as a bowling whisperer. 
Yeah. And and Michael Neese is happy to take on that role. Not having Uzi there by our side's a big loss, so I'll probably have to step up and help our bowling attack um, because he gave us that calming influence on the field. So I guess that's extra workload today, for example, yesterday and today, to understand the bowling plans of the other bowlers. Mm. Uh, what Spencer Johnson, for example, might have to try against um, Dan Hughes. Um, is that his name? Dan Hughes? Mm. Dan, who's come in for Steve Smith? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, you know, are you on track there? He has to settle him if he's not not on track. Uh, what is Xavier Bartlett trying? Um, James Baisley, just to, to know how to bowl and when a slower ball should be coming, when it should be a, a Yorker attempt. So so Michael Neeser is the one that's uh, going to take that on as well as bowl. Yep. We'll be, so we'll be talking about this right the way through the morning. As I said, it's a huge game. Heat v. Sixers tonight after a very, very sluggy start to the season. The Heats are coming home with a wet sail. They've won six of their last seven. Uh, <laughs> there's a very good argument for winning six out of seven, uh, seven out of seven, mm-hmm. I should say. Uh, we didn't. But nevertheless, we're in a position tonight. It's still or die. V the Sixers in Sydney. Winner to Perth. V the Scorchers on Saturday. Now, the other huge news. Well, he's over the line. This is it. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time. So when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first. So I uh, won't be long-winded. You only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year. So I uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me. My family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. Uh, I could go on forever. There's too many. So he had on the harbour. So, well, he was down by the uh, the waterfront somewhere, yeah. certainly one of the most famous voices in sport, uh, definitely the most famous arm in sport. Yes, it was Tom Brady at oh, the age of 45. I was expecting Harry Suter. <laughs> Retiring for the second time. And this time he says it's for good. This was uh, a year after reversing his decision. Uh, more than likely now, straight to the broadcast booth with Fox on a one-year, on a 10-year deal, hmm. uh, reportedly worth $375 million. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and he just done, did that on his own phone. Is that yep. how he did that? But, well, basically, he kept saying that this was, you know, the old cliche, this was a day-by-day thing. Everyone kept asking him, and he got annoyed a couple of times. Mm. He does uh, a weekly podcast with Jim Gray, one of the most famous announcers over there, and he even got annoyed at him, you know, saying, you know, I'll do it when I do it. So, you know, basically stop asking mm. me because, you know. Anyway, he's obviously just going to intimated that he's woken up and he's decided this is time. So the greatest yeah. quarterback of all time, won seven Super Bowls, six with the New England Patriots and, and Belichick as his coach, 2020 with the Bucks, of course. He owns a, a stack of records, completions, passing yards, touchdown passes. The, the record is unbelievable. He won 251 regular season games, 35 playoff games. That's more than anyone. And the reaction has been swift, obviously. Patrick Mahomes, the Kansas City Chiefs quarterback, just simply posted a goat emoji. And his wife, uh, former wife, uh, Giselle Brunchen, uh, has just said, wishing you only wonderful things in the uh, new chapter of your life. They were married for 13 years with, with two kids, Benjamin and, and Vivian. He has a son, Jack, uh, from uh, with 
actress Bridget Moynihan. So mm. that's Tom Brady's life, and it looks to me now there was some doubt as to whether you know, there was a little bit of conjecture as to whether he'd take up this broadcast role. Probably certainly doesn't need the money, but um, it looks like he has. He's told an interview recently that uh, he is keen again to, uh, you know, he's got the verb now to impart his knowledge via the broadcast booth. Right. And he certainly didn't help them. Would you like to have seen him retire on Fox? If he's going to get $54 million a year? So, so I think he hasn't put a lot of thought into that. That's, that's, not, a bad, yeah, that's not a bad point there, yeah, well and truly. So, mm. Fox would have liked first go at it. Yeah, Rather than going out on Instagram well, he or whatever. Well, goes to the press conference at the Super Bowl, <laughs> like where all the media, the world media is gathering for the, the events of the next week and a half, mm. the Super Bowl, and he does a press conference like today, well out of the way of the Super Bowl. Mm. It's That's done. It's Brady Day. And then uh, get on with the final. But, but yeah, yeah, I thought he could have been a little better than that. But anyway, um, you know, the, um, well, I better let you... You, you breathed a sigh of relief uh, with the Harry Souter um, signing, did you? Because you said he'd signed yesterday, and it went to the last minute. Uh, oh, no. and I, I wonder why it goes that late and that long. Oh, there's massive paperwork to be done and things like that. But, yes, I was a bit relieved when, when Jack texted me yesterday and said, the Souter deal has been done, yeah. <laughs> moving from Stoke to Leicester. Uh, for the $26 million, and we've got to find out how that works. Uh, what percentage of that does he get? Does he get any? Is it just? Is that an exchange between the two clubs and they work out a salary for him? I don't know. Jack's saying now that they, they were still haggling over the price. Yeah. Well, surely well, not. We've got Warren Moon coming on, the raw coach. He he will know surely the machinations of how this stuff works. Um, we're trying, trying desperately to get Simon Hill too, aren't we? Yeah. But yeah, at this stage, I don't think he gets any of that twenty-seven million. He's still on another contract as well. The developing clubs get it. Mm. Huh. Hey, the other big news, and and this one uh, SEN broke exclusively. They had uh, Craig Tiley on uh, just as a, a wrap up of the Australian Open, and he revealed uh, the extent of Novak's hamstring injury. Which uh, you know there were quite a few skeptics out there of whether he was playing ducks and drakes with us. Yeah. But uh, Craig Tiley spoke exclusively on SEN yesterday and he spoke about Novak's injury. This guy, I did see, he had a three-centimetre tear in his hammy. He had a so are you, say, are you saying there was a, there was a tear in, in the hammy? You absolutely. saw the scan? Yeah, absolutely. And the doctors are not going to tell you. They're going to tell you the truth. And, and, uh, and so he, you know, I think there was a lot of speculation of whether it was true or not. And it's hard to believe that someone can do what they do with those types of injuries. But... But I, you know, he's remarkable. He's, he's he and to deal with extremely professional. He's so focused on everything that he does, every single minute of the day, what he eats, how he, what he drinks, when he does it, how he does it. Um, there's no breakdown, no mental breakdown ever in anything that he does. Oh, just a machine, isn't <laughs> yeah. he? And and you'd think that would already have worn thin. And I'd say Nadal is exactly the same. You know, his pedantic. Uh, habits that he had, oh, gee, that must be stressful to do it so often and so well. And and now Joker's into it, you know, just, well, it's morning tea time. I've got to have this supplement and I've got to have this hydrolyte and, and uh, not too many calories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can't we can't do that, Penny, can we? That wore <laughs> us down. Probably should. Um, hey, they've started at Pipeline Two Hills. I see it on TV. Yeah, and see. the waves aren't too bad. Oh, that's a nice one. Yeah. 
little barrels mm. there. They're not not the absolute monsters. Good start for Ethan Ewing, who you well know is uh, is my new fave of the Aussies. Jack on the Robinson tour. there. Uh, Jack Robinson is in heat four, and he has surfed. Let me pull up the details with that. Finished second in his heat, only beaten by point zero four. There's normally two Ezekiel in a heat, Lowe. isn't there? Three in these heats. Oh, well, right, yeah. That's <laughs> thinking. That's nice of Paddy to say he finished second in his heat. Well, no one, no one gets uh, <laughs> knocked out here. Why not? You get a second. You get a second go. Okay, so uh, yeah, well, you don't just have one serve. It's a bit flat now after that nice wave, but mm. nothing there. Seven Aussies through these uh, opening heats of the men. So the men are in the water at Pipeline, at the uh, Bonsai Pipeline in Oahu, uh, after waiting three days to get in the water.